Welcome back to the Code Adam podcast. My name is Julia, and today's interview is with Anthony Ross. Anthony attended Ironwood between April 2019 and September 2020. Thank you, Anthony, for being our guest today. Um, was Ironwood the only program you were sent to, or was there um, any others? Ironwood was the only program that I got sent to. And can you describe what your first experience with Ironwood was like? It was, at first it was really crappy. And I didn't want to accept the fact that I was there for probably about a month or two. But I did the, I faked it for a while and thought that would get me somewhere and it didn't. Were you transported by safe and sound or did your parents take you to ironwood my brother took me actually oh wow, okay and where are you from maine or i'm from mass from Massachusetts. From- okay so when you first got to ironwood did you know you were going to ironwood or it was kind of a surprise i was surprised very surprised i thought we were going to look at a boarding school so the story was told to you you're going to come here look at this boarding school and what really happened um well once I got out of the car up there, I started looking around. I was like, what is this? This isn't a, like, it didn't look like a school or anything. And I got, like, five or six staff around, like, surrounding me, and they're all, like, pretty big, so I didn't want to do anything. So I just did what they told me to do. I was just pretty nervous. What do you, what would you say your first impression of the staff when you first met them? Um, definitely the... I think controlling. Yeah, that would definitely be the first thing that came to mind. Is like, like, why are they telling me to do this? Like, I'm almost 18. They can't tell me what to do. But then I was like, oh, yeah, they're all doing it for reasons. So it's not that bad. Was there any staff in particular that were not really like that that easy to be around? Or what was your, like, day-to-day role with the staff like? Um, For me... I'd say some of the staff that I didn't really get along with were um, Ron Ann and Deb. Definitely big ones. Yeah, those are the biggest ones. And yeah, I just felt like I wasn't validated enough or honestly heard from them. And yeah, like it sucks to like not be heard, but it's like they're just working with a certain extent. Yeah, but at the same time, if you're you know, working with kids, you should also not make them feel like they are not being validated. Um, yeah. Was, do you think that being able to comply with the rules was pretty easy for you? Or do you think you struggled with that? Um, I definitely got away with a lot of stuff behind the staff's backs, which isn't good, but it's, it is what it was. Um, I think I mostly caught on pretty quick, like asking to be heard, Asking to sit, stand, all that. That was really easy. What what part of Ironwood did you find difficult or did you find, you know, the hardest to comply with? Um, I'd say the social aspect, not having friends, like, or not like not having friends, but it's just different, like, the friendships you have there and out of there. Like, I, I have, we have a group chat for Ironwood now and we're all, like, so much different with supporting each other. It just feels more genuine and, like, we can actually help each other when we feel like the struggles are really coming on in, like, the real world because they didn't really test us there. Like, if you went to the lake house, then, yeah, I guess you got tested because you went out in public and everything and there's, like, stuff around you and people around you. But I feel like on campus, definitely didn't get enough, like, being tested. Yeah. um, Would you say that Ironwood was more about keeping you quiet and compliant than it was about um, helping you process and deal with 
you know, anxieties or depression or working on habits or skills to combat the real world? Um, I think it was a lot of compliance. I think the most, I think it was compliance until I got to blue or like halfway through green until I started to like realize everything about myself. What am I doing? Really? What do I want to do? That's when I kind of like felt better around when I was getting so what was the initial experience like the first couple months take me back to like your level one level two you've you've been on reflection a couple times i'm sure um you know you're you're trying to comply with the rules get away with whatever but what's going through your head what is your like overall thought process of like what are you what you're experiencing uh, for the first month i got my purples on and then after that, it kind of just went all downhill. My I got my first vest after a month and a half. And then I went from, I think, 10 color poles before going to the farmhouse, which was, it really tested me. And I felt like I was a target for them. In what ways? Um, Like they were mostly watching out for me or like singling me out on certain subjects. Uh I think I'm trying to think of an example. One would be like, say, like my buddy Evan was outside working on his over the fire. And then I got asked to help. Like, I feel like all the staff would kind of like come at me like, like, go help, like, go help. I don't know. I, sh- I started there as a hard worker and I left as a hard worker. But I feel like the staff kind of forced it upon me sometimes. What, um, what part of the day-to-day experience was like the most um rememory rememberable for you um the people i think just being with the people lunch dinner breakfast everything like that um even just hygiene and like quiet time like you know just look over at your body and they'll be just like dying over in the corner i don't know it just brings like genuine happiness to you it's not like it's forced yeah. i think that's my favorite part just seeing people happy there yeah it was really beautiful honestly there would be days when we'd have like really good days and we'd be like i don't know in music group or art group or something and just yeah hanging out with those kids and like just being able to have a nice day and like laugh with them that was always the best mm-hmm. would you say that overall your experience was positive um i think for the second half it was mostly positive for the first half uh yeah it it didn't really go too good for the first half was that mostly just being sent up and sent down or was what was the hardest thing to overcome in the first couple levels of the program um accepting i think accepting myself was the hardest for who I am and who I want to be. I didn't know anything when I was going in there. All I cared about was feminine and drugs, and then it went to actually looking into myself, which was better. I think that's that's one of the things that Ironwood is um, actually really good for is kind of detoxing and yeah. being in a headspace that involves no social media, um, eating three meals a day, drinking you know lots of water hiking being in fresh air i think that is like your body can really really just have like a whole 180 when it comes to that experience ironwood can be really good for those things Mm -hmm. um do you think that the staff and um the therapists that you had there were helpful overall as well like when it comes to your experience i i'd like to say my biggest supporters were definitely like man jim and join glenn that's all i really looked up to for staff wise and for my therapist 
because, I don't know, I just felt connected to them in a way. It just made me feel good. They did help me out. But the rest of them, I kind of just felt like that, just, like, bland relationship where we just, like, see each other. It's not like we don't talk or anything. Yeah. Where do you think, you think that, um, like, if you hadn't been sent to Ironwood, that you'd probably just still be, you know, interested in drugs and doing all of that? Or do you think, you know, that you could have gone to a different program that might have fit you better than Ironwood? Um, I think if I didn't go to Ironwood, if I didn't go to Ironwood, I'd probably be in jail or dead. So I'm definitely glad I went there. It's just to an extent of the time frame. Do you, what, at what point do you think in the program you could have been, like, you were fine, you were good enough, strong enough to go? Um, I think when I got my blues the first time. So what month was that? That was... Uh, I think that was four months before I graduated, three or four. So maybe nine months? Yeah, like nine months, yeah. Okay, okay. And then, so you, like, what was it that was preventing you from like graduating thing did you get sent down or was it more like a plan? I got sent down once and like color pulled three times up there in blue and what were the reasons if I can ask you don't have to answer obviously yeah it's fine uh I think lion was a big one advantage taking advantage yeah I think yeah those are really good so do you think Ironwood like made a positive impact on your life when it comes to like socializing and being in relationships with people or did it like um did it like not help with those things um don't think it really helped with those things because we couldn't really socialize like we do at home like asking to be heard I think if there's anything that gets me more angry is asking to be heard but um yeah, I don't, I don't think it was, like, genuine at some times where you had to ask to be heard and some people would just, like, joke about it and be like, can you hear me? Or just something like that. I, I just think we didn't have our true voice unless we were in therapy groups. Do you think the therapy groups were overall helpful or, like, a lear- good learning experience for you? Um, I think some of them were a good learning experience, like experiential and DBT. But the one that really helped me the most was... Recovery group. Yeah, because it really just taught me how to, like, not do stuff to, like, fit in or, like, not have to feel like I had to do something for someone to like me. So, from what you're telling me, the experience overall was you had um, maybe an issue with drugs and before Ironwood that could have sent you to jail. Uh And then you were sent to Ironwood. I'm I'm assuming, like, your mom or dad found Ironwood or was it? Yeah. Okay. And so I'm curious. So like there are several different rehabs all over the place that are really, really good for detoxing, building positive um, like skills that will help you like, you know, be genuine. And I'm talking like, you know, the same kind of staff, the same kind of peers you have, but you just also you get to like, you know, communicate with peers. Do you think a situ like um, a program like that would have been more suiting and more helpful to you than being a year in a program where you're being suppressed and not allowed to speak to people you're spending literally 24 hours a day with. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely think it would have helped if, I, if anyone could have just, like, talked to each other. Like, because I get it where they're coming from. They want everyone to be safe, but it's all, it's not always going to be safe. It's not safe in the world. I'm sorry to tell Ironwood this, but, like, there's so much shit that happens. And it's, they think it's so easy to just, like... Just, like, take a deep breath and go past it. But no, no, like, no, it's not like that. It's, like, it just runs through my mind for, like, 
an hour, even more. And I was like, we don't even ex- we didn't experience this at Ironwood, so why? Like, how does this set me up for success in this situation now? If you um, could have changed maybe like one thing about Ironwood in the way that your program went, what do you think that would be? Just the communication. Um, I think the freedom, not so much like, uh, I think just like, I don't know, being able to like go out. I had a very, very strong bond with Amigo and whenever I was down or anything, I would always ask to see Amigo. We always didn't have the staff or anything for it. So I'd say just like more like trust, freedom, like, yeah, I'd go say hi to him, come back. All right, I'll be back in two minutes. And like kind of more stuff like that as you get to like green and blue yeah the trust the trust is like a huge deal when it comes to ironwood i think um for me personally my transition out of ironwood and not and just wanting everyone to trust me all the time was kind of an issue like just feeling like i was i don't know because i mean like there does become a point where you lie at ironwood to for whatever reason because there's just so many rules and if you don't lie every once in a while, like, it's just such a shit time. You can't, like, I remember stealing bread rolls or just, like, passing notes or doing something. And, like, yeah. little shit like that can just, set, get like, extend your time there so much. Um, like, yeah, which is just ridiculous and unhelpful. Um, so when I hear you say stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, the whole trust and rules is, like, a big deal. Um, did you have a Code Adam story? Uh, no, I was pretty compliant. So you were, since you were graduated in 2020, do you know the staff member, Sam? I do. Was she a staff member when you were there? She was. And she like mentioned that she was a previous resident? I think she did three, uh, maybe two months after. Yeah. What was your impression of her? I'm just curious. Um, I, I did not like her at all. I can lie. I did not, nah. I wasn't it. <laughs> it's really funny. She called me to try to tell me that Ironwood was really different and that, like, they don't do demerits anymore. And she tried to tell me that you guys don't have to earn a mattresses anymore. Oh, we got to earn a mattress. And we, we have demerits up at the farmhouse, for sure. <laughs> I know that from experience. Did you get punished a lot when you were there? Oh, God, yeah. What, like, did you get punished for the most? Was just, like, lying or just talking Oh, talking. Unmonitored conversations. Unmonitored conversations, yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny because Madison, the girl I just interviewed, she was telling me um, that Wes, like, pulled her aside and was like, you just need to be quiet. That's literally all the staff are looking for. Yeah. Just shut up. Did you have any experiences with Wes? Uh, I did. I love Wes. Wes is such a good guy. He's. I look up to Wes, for sure. Yeah? I th- Even though, like... It wasn't, like, the best situation. Like, I didn't love the program, but I saw what he was doing at the program. I saw his I saw his intentions, which was all I needed to, like, see to be able to, like, be like, yeah, he really wants what's best for people. He just wants everyone to be safe. It's, it, it truly is, like, touching. I think I have a um, different perception of Wes only because when I was first at the program, he had just bought the program. Okay. Yeah. And so my experience with Wes was nothing like what Wes is because I don't know what Wes is doing with the program now. Um, but it's from what you're saying, like you got to see him pretty regularly. I'd say I saw him every week or two. Every week or two. Because 
It's interesting. When I was in the program, West had just bought the program off of some other owners. So there's another program called Turnabout Ranch in Utah. And basically it is where kids go. They're in like these cabins as well. They have a lodge. It's set up very, very similarly to Ironwood. It's just it's hot there versus Maine where Maine is cold. So they had gazebos as well for the kids. Um and like the same punishments are the same deal, um, but it's a school. So a couple staff who were working for Turnabout Ranch left that program and created Ironwood in Maine because there's different laws in Maine that allow horses, whatever. And these people who owned Ironwood were just interested in the horses. And then they decided like, we're going to create this program based off of this Utah program because these kids are going to pull in money pretty much. Wes buys this program off of these this couple and now Wes owns the program. Um, when I was at Ironwood, like the rules and the staff were a lot worse and a lot more like malicious, I guess is the word. Also, I wasn't sent to Ironwood for drugs. So a lot of kids are not sent to Ironwood for drugs, which is another like weird thing is like you're being thrown into this group of kids who may or may not be there for drugs, but they're just treating everyone like they're drug addicts. Um, and then like you wouldn't be able to know like, hey, maybe my peer is going through something similar to me and process that together which is what a lot of rehabs do. Um, and so it's interesting that Ironwood is like, it's just so broad at like you have kids who are there like after being sexually assaulted or you have kids who are there for literally touching pot one time. So just yeah. being grouped into a like peer group like that and not really like being able to speak to them or share anything that you went through. That's just, I don't know how helpful that was. You know, you just had to suppress like all of the things you've gone through to get off drugs, but now, you know, who do you share that information with? Like, is it just stuck inside of you forever? <laughs> uh, yes. Honestly, what I think about that is like, like, yeah, the recovery helped me, but it didn't like for like the drug part, like the, the drugs weren't around me. You can't teach me to like stay away from them, I feel, unless I'm like, unless like they're in front of me and like you help me push them away. I think that was the hardest part for me was, like, and yeah, I've, I've relapsed a crap ton, but, like, I'm getting, I'm getting better, but. So you have relapsed but, since Ironwood is, or what oh, is yeah. Ironwood is not a program for drugs. You get DBT, yes, you have some group therapy, but at the end of the day, when you have therapy once a week, you're not talking to your therapist about how do I no. prevent myself from, from taking drugs when I come out of this program. Mm-hmm. And like I would, I would like say that to my therapist too. Sometimes we would figure out like you'd figure out a really good plan, and then I think it was the first day I got home, I started smoking again, and then it kind, of, it, yeah, it just went all downhill because it's such, it's such a like when you get home, it's just like well, like. I was missing all of this. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not the first person to say that. In the past couple of interviews I've done, kids who have never touched drugs in their lives come out of Ironwood and start taking heroin. Yeah. This, this program, you know, for as much as you want to say, the staff were cool and they are cool staff. Like, I still keep in touch with staff. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like, your story is completely valid, but I want to get to the root and to the truth of like what you just experienced, because I think a lot of kids who've, re you know, recently graduated, there's this, this, this double thing. There's this, I received help to a degree 
and I like know better. You know better. That's what you know you you got from Ironwood is you know better. You know right from wrong, but you also just experience like such an intense, like you know, traumatic time where you're being forced to like not talk, just keep your head down, clean up when you're told, shut up, and you know you're not allowed to have any drugs. But as soon as you're out of there, what do you want to do? You want to experience all the things that you were like suppressed and like not allowed to do for that long. And like, you didn't really get, you know, the help that you need when it comes to learning how to like properly detox. Cause did you get a proper detox when you were sent there? No, you were thrown in a gazebo and forced to eat like whatever food they gave you. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, in, in a lot of programs that are helpful and do help people have a really good turnaround rate where they're not relapsing when they leave these programs, um, you know, you don't see stuff like that. You see a lot of like um, group um, therapies where peers are able to relate and, and talk and, you know, bring each other up. And as well as like staff members being able to have those conversations with you where the staff at Ironwood like... Honestly, I don't know if any of them know anything about drugs or what that like lifestyle can consist of. So I don't I no. There's one staff that I talk that I like connected with through talking about drugs and like not like doing them and crap, but like and it was at the lake house, so definitely well, uh, were you there for the lake house when they had the lake house? Um, I think the lake house was just after my time, but I, I know what it is and I've heard about okay. it. So, but for the people listening, it's like an off-campus part of the program where kids are allowed to like kind of, from what I know, like grocery shop and be in the real world a little bit. Grocery shop, we're allowed to talk if there's just staff around us. Like if they're in the room next to us, we can just talk whenever. And it was just more like that. If I didn't go to Lake House, I'd probably be... The Lake House definitely helped me because it actually gave me a view at the real world. Because we did go out, like, I didn't have chances to do stuff. I could have, like, ran while they were in the grocery store for an hour and while I was sitting in the car. Like, I could have just, could have been gone. I could have been back home in Massachusetts, like, three hours, three hours away. But, like, I don't know. The Lake House, it kind of just, like, it's, it's honestly not bad, like, all I did was fish and play pool. Not so. The lake house does sound nice. Like the lake house sounds yeah. more like what a rehab or like a rehabilitation center would be like. There would be pool. There would be like a place to go and yeah. have therapeutic activities. I'm I'm curious like what your transition from so did you you went from the lake house back to home in Massachusetts. Yeah. What was that transition uh, like? That was uh well, it was it was a lot for me when I first went home. I spent, I think I spent like 15 to 17 months in Ironwood. And I just wasn't, I didn't know what to expect. I I wrote my close friends and they would write me back sometimes, but it's not like I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know where anyone was at, like who I should surround myself with, like how the technology was. Like, it's not just like... One thing is literally, like, the whole world, you don't know crap about, except for COVID. Like, we get an update once a week on COVID, but, like, they didn't, I think they helped me with the, telling me kind of how I can go about it, but I didn't actually get the experience going about it. 
Yeah, that's that's like a whole nother thing is like coming out of a program like Ironwood into a world of pandemic. I can't imagine <laughs> what that's like. Yeah, because I I went in before the pandemic and I came out when it was like at its worst. So it was like it was just really weird because it was already like we had these rules about like everything. But then like when I got home, it was like what is this like what's going on i'm not wearing a mask to a grocery store but everything all i guess just got used to it and how long have you been home since it's been september, september. so um, a couple months four or yeah. five months mm-hmm. Whew, that's pretty short <laughs> yeah and it's a pandemic world wow yeah, my heart goes out to you dude because that like i had a one kid messaged me when he just graduated like he just graduated a couple months then messaged me found the podcast um and he didn't know how to like double like um a comment and it's like I when I think back to when I came home like and I didn't know how to use like Instagram and I didn't know what this like certain songs were because like the whole world moves on without you and you're stuck in this program in like a year think about like a year of what technology goes through and a year of what the world goes through and like you just have to catch up and the world just went on without you and your friends just went on without you and like you are just stuck in this world of catching up and I mean in a way I guess COVID is kind of like okay you have like a bit of a breather to kind of like get back into it but at the same time wow like it is it is weird to like go from um no social media no contact to a world that is run by social media and um do you still live with your family? Um, uh, I got kicked out like three times. I got my own apartment, and then I just came back home uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, two days ago, I came back home. They let you come back home, or yeah? Is there like um? Is it a you know? In again, you don't have to answer any questions you don't want to. But is your family life? Is it just more of like a? kind of an ironwood dynamic right now like trying to comply with what oh. they want or what they expect of you is that kind of why or is it more like if you're doing drugs and you signed the home letter yeah it's it's more selling drugs doing them i think yeah there's a lot more that i think everyone can get the point from but yeah yeah it was pretty it was pretty bad at first when i came home i don't think that's I think it was worse than before Ironwood when I first got home. The drugs. Everything. Everything. Like not like relationship wise, but like um like fighting uh other stuff, drugs, like games. Oh I don't know how else to say it, but like I just got into all bad stuff when I got home. You know, I just wanna remind you that there are like people that will help you. And that your addiction with drugs, like, there is places that can help. And I know that, like, you've just been through a lot. But um, I don't know. I hope I hope that, like, you can find peace with everything that's gone gone on. And, like, I, I don't even know. Like, I just feel like it's crazy to think that you just spent 17 months in a program. And now you're in a COVID world. And it's just there's just a mess of a world to come back into. And then to deal with family and a drug addiction, like, yeah, my heart goes out to you, dude. I just hope that you're, you know, learning to take care of you and, you know, self-love as much as you can. Because right now it's crazy. Um, yeah, I hear that. Well, I mean, thank you so much for 
agreeing to be interviewed today. I know that like yeah. it's pretty fresh. So like, you know, as things come up, feel free to reach out because I know that it's weird to talk about Ironwood stuff with people who don't understand it. Um, yeah, it's um, it is definitely weird. I think that was the hardest at first was explaining to everyone like, yeah, you know, it's rehab. Like now it's not just like rehab where you just go like you still have your phone and everything. It's like it's a different type of rehab. Yeah, it's a like behavior modification program, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's like. And it's long term. I think some of them are like three months, three to five. Yeah. It's a long time. Um, well, thank you for breaking code silence with us. Um, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you. I appreciate it for having me.